Hello, Hillcrest family and friends. Pastor Mark here. So glad to be able to lead us tonight in fresh prayer and glad that you've joined me and that we could join together in prayer as we do each week to seek the the heart of God, uh, the power of God, his presence in our lives. It is good for us to join ourselves together in prayer. If you'd like to go ahead and turn to Jeremiah chapter 50, we will be there in just a moment. We're going to take just a, a look at a, a verse or even just a portion of a verse tonight. And then we're going to launch right into prayer. And let me say thanks to each of you who have shared prayer updates, uh, praises, answers to prayer, requests. We, we really covet those. And, and I do pray throughout the week for each of you and those needs and our entire staff does as well as our deacons. So continue to share updates. Uh, if, if you'd like to share a prayer request or an update, you can do so by calling the church anytime. That number is 716-483-3331. Uh, you can also email uh, those things to prayer at hillcrestjamestown.com, prayer at hillcrestjamestown.com. Or if you have the Church Center app on your phone or device, you can also submit uh, prayer updates that way. See, I just want us to take a look tonight at a verse at the end of chapter 50 in Jeremiah the prophet's um, book. And I want us to think for just a few moments about the sovereignty of God. Just <laughs> a light topic, right? Sovereignty of God. To say that God is sovereign means that God is absolutely totally 100% in control. And because, because, and that's logical because we understand that God is omnipresent, that he is everywhere at all times. He's with you wherever you are as you're listening to me speak. He's with me here uh, in my office, my study. Um, he's with each of us everywhere because God is spirit and he is omnipresent. We also understand that God is omnipotent, that he is all-powerful. There is nothing too difficult for the Lord. There is no place that he cannot reach, some place that's too far, too far gone, too, too difficult for him to handle. There's nothing like that. So God is omnipresent, God is omnipotent, and in God is omniscient. He is all-knowing. He knows the end from the beginning, I like to say. He knows every point in between. He knows exactly what is going on. And even more than that, he knows the attitudes of your heart. He knows your thoughts before you even think them. That's, that's an all-knowing God. So because God is omnipresent, God is omniscient, God is omnipotent, we understand that God is all, that he is, um, that he is sovereign, that he is absolutely in control. So, Look with me just at the end of Jeremiah chapter 50 and verse 45, excuse me, 44, and of verse 44. This is the Lord speaking through Jeremiah. He says, who is like me and who can challenge me and what shepherd can stand against me? Now you need to understand a little bit of context. Uh, in this, this place in Jeremiah, I'm reading Jeremiah during our, our morning devotions time with the Lord, and several of you are reading, there's about 15 of us reading through the scripture this year, and we're in Jeremiah right now. At this point in Jeremiah's prophecy, he's prophesying against the nation of Babylon. Now, if you know your, your history, Babylon invaded the nation of Judah and deported the people of Israel, the Jews, to Babylon for 70 years. Well, now judgment is coming home to roost for the nation of Babylon. God is speaking judgment on the, the nation that 
he used to judge his people. And that's, that's, that's an amazing thing. You can go back and read that for yourself in Jeremiah and Habakkuk and several other books that talk about the exile of the Jews. But he's, he's speaking of judgment that is coming now upon Babylon. And again, at first, end of verse 40, he, 44, he asks, Who is like me? Who can challenge me? And what shepherd can stand against me? He, in the New Living Translation, it, it translates shepherd as leader. What leader can stand against me? And I, it was true. There was no leader. There is no leader. There, the nation of Babylon could not stand against the judgment of the Lord. What the Lord has decreed, what the Lord has said he would do, he will do. He always does it. And the same is true for, for us that God is sovereign. He is in control. The things that he has said he would do in the past, the things he's done in the past, the things he would said he would do in the present, he, he, he is doing in the present, and the things he says he will do in the future, he will absolutely do because God is sovereign. He is absolutely, totally in control. And I wanted to encourage you with that tonight because so many of us, I, I talk to some of you and, and I talk to a lot of people throughout the week, I just get a sense that we are anxious about a lot of things. Many of us are stressed out about a lot of things. And we are wondering and hoping and wishing that that, that God is in control, that, he's, that he really has a plan here. Well, I want to, I want to shore up your confidence tonight in, as we go into prayer, that God is sovereign, that he is in control, that he is present, that he does care, and that he is working and ruling and overruling, and his purposes stand no matter what ruler or rulers or peoples or situations come against him or us. So with that thought and that confidence in mind, I want us to go to prayer now. Would you join me, please? And I'll lead us as we, as we pray. And we just want to begin with praise tonight. Praising God that he is sovereign. And so in your own words right now, in, the, in your own heart, maybe those of you, if you're together, just begin to even to say out loud, God, I thank you that you are in control that you are omnipotent. You are all-powerful, God. We worship you as the all-seeing, all-knowing, omniscient God. We worship you, Lord, that you are present in every situation, every perplexity that we face. You are there. And we praise you, Lord, that you are working out your purposes, your plans for your glory tonight. Lord, we worship you. We come before you with praise. Um, Ray and Robin Watkins shared with us, wanted us just to praise God that their, their daughter Heidi is back at school, back at work now after uh, having had COVID-19 and that she's doing well. And yes, Lord, we praise you for the recovery of of Heidi and others who have had COVID-19 and God that they are are back to health and and have recovered and are strong and we we thank you for healing in Jesus name um, we thank you Lord for those who've had surgeries recently and have come through those surgeries uh, successfully those who've completed treatments and therapies uh, for diseases and uh, conditions. We thank you, God, for, that we live in a time and a place and, and an age and 
in a, in a country where these treatments, this, this medical care is available to us. God, we praise you and thank you. And, and Lord, we thank you for the blessings of this day. We thank you that we are in warm homes and that we have vehicles, many of us, to drive and that we've had food to eat for today. We thank you, Lord, for supplying all of our physical needs. Thank you for your promise to do so. Lord, we worship you and we just acknowledge your goodness, that you are a great and gracious God. We say uh, with Jeremiah, great is your faithfulness, O Lord, God Almighty. And so we join the hosts of heaven in just declaring that you are God and we are now, and we worship you tonight. But Lord, we acknowledge and we feel in our own spirits, um, there are times when we are, we are very afraid and stress begins to rise and we become worried and um, fretful about circumstances. And certainly the upcoming election is one of those scenarios, God. Um, the, the, the volume level has become at times just overwhelming, deafening. And so we pray in the middle of all this, you would speak calm to us and to our country, to our people, that to, to help folks to realize that you are God and you are in control, that you are sovereign. Thank you, Lord, that, that, that the rulers of our nation's hearts are, are turned by you, that Holy Spirit, you are at work even in the lives of those who don't acknowledge you, who don't look to you, you are working. Oh God, we believe that tonight. But we do lift up our election. We do lift up the presidential election and election of a vice president along with that. We lift up the elections for senators and congressmen and local legislators and leaders. Right now, perhaps there's somebody that's coming to mind, a, a uh, somebody that's running for office or a particular campaign, I'm going to pause and I'd like you to pray specifically for that person, that race, that, that uh, election. Lord, we, we say your will be done on earth as it is in heaven in each of these elections. And Lord, we, we'd have to be blind, we'd have to be deaf not to see the racial unrest that continues to um, raise havoc in too many communities. Lord, we pray that you would break the, the, the scourge of racism. Lord, that you would grow us and bring us to a place of respect and honoring and preferring one another, regardless of, of our race, our color, our skin. Oh God, heal our land, heal our communities, heal our neighborhoods, we pray. <clears throat> and then Joan Holt, uh, one of our seniors that lives at Lutheran, just shared a praise with us and said that she's she is... Uh, not able to get out right now. Um, they've got everybody staying in, but she's maintaining a positive attitude and she praises the Lord that she can worship with us online every week, even though she can't, she wants to be here. She wants to be here and 
<coughs> pardon me, <clears throat> our church building, as many of you do. So we join Joan, Lord. We join others who would like to be here but can't be here at the church building um, but are worshiping together. We praise you and thank you for the technology that allows us to be together, to be united even when we are separated physically. Thank you for the technology, God, that you've blessed our church family with that allows us to be able to do this. We give you, we give you praise. But we, we think of those, Lord, who are lonely and isolated and who are depressed because, because they can't get out. They, they can't participate in normal activities. They can't see their families. They can't see their spouses, their, their kids, their loved ones. And Lord, we pray that you would surround them and let them know that they are not alone and that we think of them, that, that we care about them. But even more than that, you care about them and you are with them right now. I pray that you would encourage each lonely, hurting, isolated person tonight. And maybe the Lord is leading you um, to reach out to someone. Maybe right now I sense the Holy Spirit bringing some people to mind that I need to reach out to. Maybe that's the case for you. Make a mental note right now. And to reach out when we're, when we're done. Maybe make a phone call or send an email, jot a note, a card, send a card. Whatever person it is that you know that's lonely and isolated and separated from family, I'm going to pause again and encourage you to pray for that person. Mention them by name right now. Pray for them. Pray that God, the Lord would be very near to them. Thank you, Lord, that you are near us. Thank you, Jesus, that you knew what it was like to be lonely and separated. And that your heart is for the widow and the oppressed. Be very near those who, who sense a depression because of this virus and all that it's, it's brought upon us. And then I'm going to turn our, our direction to those who have mentioned physical needs. Uh, Skip Park is one of our members and he has not been able to work this week because he has severe back pain that's been going on for four weeks and he's seen little relief even though he sought medical treatment. Would you pray right now with me for Skip Park for relief from the back pain, for direction for doctors? Lift up Skip. Yes, God, together we, we pray for Skip and Kimberly's wife and we pray for relief from this, this back pain. However you choose to do it, Lord, say the word, God, and bring healing to his body. And we know that the parks have also had setbacks financially, transmission problems with their van. Oh, God, I pray that you would meet all of their needs according to your riches, your glorious riches in, in Christ Jesus. Cho Tony and Joan Flint have asked us also to pray for um, their sister-in-law, Susan, who's had heart valve surgery uh, this week. I haven't heard an update how Susan is doing, but Lord, we lift up Susan and pray that that surgery has gone well and that she is healing, that her heart is mending. Thank you, Jesus, that you are our healer. We trust Susan to you and pray that in the days ahead we would see healing in her body. 
And then Hannah Pacheco asked us to pray for her uncle, Kevin, who's just had um, a major surgery and has had several complications, and, and uh, including a high fever. And so, Lord, we pray that you would, would bring healing to Kevin's body, Hannah's uncle. Thank you that Hannah cares about her uncle. Lord. Thank you, Lord, that you care and that you're there. And I pray right now that he would, beginning, would be beginning to experience healing in his own body. Help this family to realize that you are there. Cause them to trust deeply in you. And Hannah, Hannah also asked us to pray for her grandmother. We've been praying for her grandmother who's been undergoing immunotherapy and, and chemotherapy. And Lord, we, we just continue to pray that you would ease her anxiety and um, any uh, sickness that she's feeling because of the treatments. Pray that those treatments would be successful. And Lord, we pray for others that uh, we know of that are battling cancers and uh, serious life-threatening diseases. And the Lord is probably bringing somebody or several people to mind right now. And again, I'm going to pause. And I'd like you just to mention their names, that person's name. Would you pray for whoever it is the Lord is putting on your heart right now? Speak their name. Say, Lord, please bring healing to this person. God, let them know that you are there, that you are, you care, and that you can strengthen them. And Father, we continue to pray for Pam Merrill, one of our, our seniors who is at home, still recovering, and Lord, very, very tired of being um, in a bed so much so we pray your grace would be sufficient for Pam and for her husband Don tonight Lord we want to lift up Rihanna Lamphere um, Rihanna um, lost her grandfather this past weekend thank you Lord that he knew you and, and is right now with you Lord Jesus we pray that the hope of the resurrection would just would encourage uh, Rihanna's family thank you for bringing Rihanna to us Lord uh, online first but then in person to, to be a part of our family. Thank you, Lord, for the many, some who are with us tonight that are, are new to our Hillcrest family over the last weeks and months that have become vital parts of this church family. I pray that they would sense that and realize that they are every bit a part of this family as, as anyone. Help them to experience your love and your presence as we continue to pray before you. And then Ray and Robin Watkins asked us to continue to pray for their son, Stefan, and um, that he would be brought back to a, a vital relationship with the Lord. So we pray for Stefan, Lord. We pray for others, other prodigals, those who have wandered far from you, those who are far from you tonight, that, that uh, do not acknowledge you, that are not walking with you, whose hearts have grown cold, who have turned away, and again, I believe the Lord probably is bringing to mind people in your life, in your sphere of influence. Maybe it's a son or a daughter, a brother, a sister, a parent, a spouse. I'm going to pause again right now and I'm going to just say pray for that person. Okay, lift that person, those people up. Mention them by name. Let's bring them to the Lord right now. Father, I pray that you would bring every prodigal home. 
Thank you, God, that you say that you're not willing that any would perish, but that they would be brought to repentance and to find life and hope in Jesus. Lord, we pray in his name, Holy Spirit, that you would speak your love and draw many to yourself tonight. Lord, we continue to pray for our missionaries uh, scattered around the world. We think of the Harveys. We think of, of um, Deb Guzman. Lord, we think of the Kidders. Uh, we think of the Cables. And those of you who are part of our church family know all of these names, right? Uh, you've heard them over the years. But I wanted to, to pray also for uh, one of our local missions partners, and that's Love, Inc., Love in the Name of Christ. Susan, the director, has asked us to continue to pray that they would be diligent and wise as they sort out the, the many needs of their clients. And so, Lord, we pray to that end. We pray that you would give insight and discernment, direction, and, and bring together the resources that are needed so that love in the name of Christ could be exactly that. And that real hope and healing would be experienced. Thank you, Father. And Lord, we think of those who um, need a job, need a new, new job or a better job. And we want to lift up uh, Jeff Kidder tonight, who's reached out and asked us to pray for him. He's being laid off from his job. God, I pray that you would meet Jeff's needs and not just the immediate needs, but the long term that you would provide another job that just works well for his availability, his skills and his needs. God, thank you. Thank you that you care about us. And and I pray for each person tonight that's listening and, and those, Lord, that we are aware of that, that need your provision. I pray that we would experience it and that you would show yourself faithful and mighty and a God who is a, an abundant provider in every way. And then, Lord, we look forward to us being uh, together in a unique way for our upcoming Harvest Weekend on November 14th and 15th. Thank you for the team that's working on our annual harvest dinner. We pray for all the preparations there. Uh, we think of the goal we have of, of seeing $25,000 given to finish up our, our Vision 2020 uh, renovations. We pray, God, just as you have supplied tens of thousands, hundreds of thousands of dollars over the past two years, over and above, that we would see you again provide for this campaign. We pray for each one of us that you would lead us to know what to give. Thank you, Lord, that we can enjoy a meal together uh, in a drive-through format this year, but then uh, pray that the program on that Saturday evening at 5.30 would be encouraging and inspirational and educational, Lord, and just unite us together as a family. Thank you for the generations of people who have gone before us and given us a vital church family to be a part. Thank you that we are family because of Jesus. And we pray all of these things in his name. And we all said together, amen. I want to thank you again for being with us uh, tonight. Just a reminder that we are open on Sundays for in-person gatherings at 845 and 11. We are social distancing and continuing to wear masks just out of respect and trying to keep one another safe and serve one another in that way. But call the church office if you'd like to come reserve a spot. We are 
limited um, in space, but we still have space. So please, uh, if the Lord's leading you to get out and come to church, we're doing it smart. You'll you'll be okay, but we want you to come and uh, so make a reservation. You can also watch us online at those times. Worship then at eight forty-five and eleven, and then seven p.m. in the evening as well. You can find all these details and a whole lot more at HillcrestJamestown.com. Again, thanks everybody for being with us. God bless you, and may the peace of Christ rest on each one of you tonight.